Welcome to the Iron Society Podcast, where we build men of God to become husbands and fathers that change the world. No man should have to struggle through life alone or lacking the tools they need to win and dominate life. Every week, we will bring you an inspiring and actionable conversation that will forge you into the man and leader God has called you to be. Welcome to the Iron Society. Just go, man. Just go. Just go. Just go. <laughs> All right, here we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Iron Society Podcast. Oh, yeah. I'm Cody Chapman along here with... Nick Milligan. Nick Milligan. We just finished a nice little three-mile run this morning. Yeah, it was good. It's good. A three-mile tempo run. Get the blood flowing. Okay, so because I know I'm officially training for my marathon. Are you... Is, uh, I just threw down on my brother, so okay. I guess I am. Yeah, we just because we just posted in the Iron Society that we are doing on March second a virtual marathon, um, which I used to bash virtual marathons because they all came out during COVID, and I'm like, this is stupid. Um, but for the Iron Society, we have guys literally across the entire United States of America, yep. and so asking them to fly in to go run 26.2 miles would be quite an ask. Uh, so we're going to do a virtual marathon, March 2nd, and we are not offering a half marathon option. Um, it's the whole meal deal or you're not doing it at all. Dude. All in, baby. I actually, so side note, Mike Shellstad, yeah. my brother-in-law, who was just visiting, just finished his first half marathon. Mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. great. Helped him out with some nutrition stuff and, you know, whatnot, getting prepped for race day. The day after he told me that he did a half marathon, I saw a clip of a comedian talking about how half marathons are total BS. And it was <laughs> hilarious. He's like, I can see there's a lot of good material there. Yes. He's like, in what world or what, with what else are you proud of doing half of it? Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> I washed half my truck today. Yeah, exactly. yeah. He, and he used, he used examples like that. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. Like dude today got paid, paid half my rent. Yeah. Like it's like took out half the garbage, you know, <laughs> like, like why, why he's like, he's like, why are you proud of doing it, the half of it? If it, you do the whole thing or none at all, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's not why we're not having a half marathon option. It's just a challenge, right? Because part of what we're talking about today is how to set better goals for 2024. We, we had a big call about it last night, talking about our goal setting and our vision setting framework, which mm-hmm. we're going to talk about a little bit on this episode. Um, but this is part of it, right? Giving guys for those that want to have some kind of physical feat that they want to accomplish in the next 16 weeks. Uh, now it's on the calendar for them. Well, what's nice to kind of what we discussed is the aspect of setting some big goals, right? Yes. Something that you can't go knock out tomorrow, but you literally have to transform yourself to become the man that can accomplish it here in 16 weeks. Yep. And I really love Michael Easter who wrote the book, the comfort crisis. And also I'm reading his new book, um, that has to do with scarcity mindset. Mm -hmm. Um, he has this rule cause there's another, there's another version of big goal setting comes from, I believe it's the Japanese culture. It's called the Masogi. Mm -hmm. And it's basically like a, a feat that you do that you attempt that, one, there's two rules to the Masogi. One, you have to have a 50% chance of success. Mm. 50%. And rule number two is don't die. Those are the two rules. It's a good rule. A 50% chance of success and don't die doing it. Um, and it's supposed to be extremely challenging, mm. right? And I think something like a marathon for a lot of guys, you know, it's like 
Because we have guys, like one guy in the Iron Society, his goal is to lose 100 plus pounds in the next year, yeah. you know? Um, and, you know, some people would say, should he do the marathon? I don't know. Why not? Well, he might get injured. Yeah, so what? Like, yeah, he gets injured and... Not going to die. He's not going to die. Yep. <laughs> right? It might be might be a ton of pain. He might walk half of it. But, yeah, cover 26.2 miles. Yeah. Go get it done. Do hard things. So, but what we're going to talk about today in our time together is how to actually set better goals. Because here's the deal. And this has always been the thing that frustrates me when it comes to the new year's time. There's two things that always piss me off when it gets toward the end of the year. First of all, everybody always starts posting the memes about how terrible this year was. Right. Check. Um, and I'm like, I've watched the same person post the same types of images for the past 10 years. Yeah, have you, has right? it ever been a good year for right? anybody? Yeah. And I'm like, dude, if you're posting this every year, like you should really evaluate your life. Mm. Um, and then the other thing that I start to see is people setting these new year's resolutions, which at this in, in 2023, I think most people understand. I would, I think, and I say, I think, because I think a lot of things about culture that I, I would assume would be, there, but just aren't mm. right. Um, but the idea of waiting for a new year to start pursuing something, it's like, if you know, you need to start going after something like clarify it, yeah. get calculated about how you're going to actually pursue it and get strategic about what you're going to do and just start. No, right? no, 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 no. Wait, wait two, three months and then maybe start and then and quit then, really soon and after quit right afterwards. Yeah. Right. Because that's that's the reality of probably I mean, I don't know what the percentages are, but I'm going to I'm going to say over half. Oh, it, it, it might be I much think, higher than that. I think it's like 90 percent fail within the first Oof. six to eight weeks. Jeez. Um, so it is strange, right? That, that I don't think I don't think it's strange. I mean, strange that people come up with this idea, this goal in mind and then pause. They hit they literally hit the pause button. It's like you start a movie and you're like, hold on. Let me go eat everything first. Yeah. Right. Let me go destroy my, my body even further. Yeah. Instead of preparing and starting now to set, you know, create that base that will set you up for success. Yeah. And, and the reason there, and this is the reason why we're, we are teaching this framework in the iron society. We call it the clear calculated savage framework, right? Because most people, when they want to achieve something for, they're not very clear on what they want to do. They don't really know how they're going to get there. Mm -hmm. And then when, when things start to get difficult or confusing, that's when they give up. Right. And I've always said complexity is the enemy of execution. Mm -hmm. So the more difficult mm -hmm. something seems, the less likely you are to actually follow through with it. Keep and it this simple. is why most people, when they set goals or set vision, they don't break it down into simple weekly, daily, monthly things that they do to get there. Yeah. It's just, I, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go really hard and just do my best. And it's like, well, I, the sentiment and the heart behind it is good. Um, but unfortunately good intentions don't produce results. I say, would you say that's more like an em emotional, like decision that just kind of a knee jerk reaction to, you know, they've seen, they saw this thing that was kind of inspiring or they had this issue happen in their life. Oh, I'm going to fix it. And you know, it, there's all this passion up front, but then there's nothing actually, there's no substance there to keep it going. Yeah. I mean, there, and in this conversation, we have to acknowledge that there are, there are people that make a new year's resolution, stick with it and they change their life. Sure. Right. And whether it be with finances, whether it be with fitness or whatever, 
they make changes and they stick. I would argue though, that's because they do stop and get clear on what they actually want to accomplish and then reverse engineer it potentially from there to be able to begin to do the steps that it takes to accomplish it. Yeah. I, yeah. And I, there's a lot that goes into meeting goals, right? Like the people you're surrounding yourself with, do you have accountability and community, mm-hmm. the clarity of the vision, the clarity of the plan, yeah. the ability to be resilient and have grit to push through and it gets difficult. There's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but specifically what we're going to talk about today is part of the framework on what we teach the guys in the iron society on how to do this. Right. So first and foremost, you have to have vision and it has to be written down mm-hmm. and it has to be clear. Mm-hmm. Those are our rules for vision or goals. It has to be clear, has to be written down. Um, and the other thing, Oh, and it has to create constraints in right. your life. Right. Right. Cause in Explain Pro- the constraints part. Yeah. Cause in Proverbs it says, um, where there is no prophetic vision, people cast off restraint, but blesses he who keeps the law. Proverbs 29, 18. And that word constraints, it's the reason that word is so important is because when you have a vision and a direction you're going, you have to have things that keep you from getting off track and heading toward the right direction. And Mm -hmm. the thing that I've always used to describe that is it's like bumper lanes when you're bowling. Sure. If you don't have bumpers, right? Which if you're a grown man, you should not have bumpers when you're bowling. Um, it's very easy if, if you don't throw the ball correctly or, you know, whatever, I don't know if it's called throwing it or rolling it or whatever, but <laughs> if it gets off track, it can end up in the gutter and then you don't hit the pins and you don't score any points. Yeah. However, when you have bumpers, you could throw it completely sideways. And if it has enough forward momentum, it will keep working its way, bouncing its way around mm-hmm. to those pins. And you're going to hit pins. Mm-hmm. That's what good vision gives you is it gives you constraints. And like I said last night on the call, I have vision for my life with some things to where those constraints are, they funnel my energy and focus Mm -hmm. so that when something would arise or something is asked of me, I can then, if I have my vision and my constraints in place, I can more easily say no or not participate in something because I have constraints that won't let me go off that direction, they'll bounce me back towards my vision. But if you don't have vision, we're going to get back to the rest of this episode in just a moment. But first I had a question for you. Have you taken the 28 day on purpose husband challenge? The 28 day on purpose husband challenge is a challenge and devotional that I wrote six years ago for men and thousands of men have now gone through the 28-Day On-Purpose Husband Challenge, and have absolutely transformed their marriage. Every day comes with a devotional written specifically for you as a man to deepen your relationship with God and a challenge that you can do every single day to make your marriage even better. To go get your hands on a copy, head on over to ironsociety.co slash store and grab your book today. Now let's go ahead and jump into the rest of this episode. You cast off and you take off the restraints, which therefore you're more likely to hit a gutter ball. Yeah. And it's the clarity of said vision that produces those constraints. Am I wrong? I I think, I think the entirety of the vision is what is really gives the constraints. I think clarity, clarity helps the individual know exactly what they're after. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, Mm -hmm. um, And the clarity also, I think, starts to contribute to how strategic and calculated you can get. Sure. Because if it's not clear what the true outcome is with something, 
you don't really know how to shoot it, right? Mm-hmm. It's like it's like if you went hunting, right? One of the rules of hunting is that you have a clear backstop with mm-hmm. your shot, right? Mm-hmm. You know your target. It's not like, mm-hmm. I think that's a deer or an elk back there mm-hmm. behind all those trees. I'm right. just going to, I don't know, I'm going to pull the trigger, yeah. right? You want a clear sight picture when you're shooting. Yeah. Um, the reason for that is when you have that clear sight picture, you know what it is you're shooting mm-hmm. as opposed to, yeah, I see a dark outline of an image behind a bunch of trees 300 yards away, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's like you can pull the trigger. Are you going to hit anything? Probably not. You might actually hit something you're not might supposed the to. Wrong thing, yeah. Right? And that's where I think the clarity really comes in is it makes the efforts that we put forward, it gives them more power. Okay. Yeah. It's good. So, so you have to have a vision. It has to be clear. It has to be written and it has to provide constraints. Those are the, some of the basic things when you're setting goals for 2024. Now I would not wait until December. I wouldn't even wait beyond this week. Start setting some stuff. Now I'm, I'm a big proponent of building momentum before the new year hits. Sure. Because truth is, I mean, honestly, you get to Christmas Eve, Christmas, New Year's Eve, New Year's and all of that. Like, like it just societally and culturally things slow down and kind of people tend like, to coast. They coast a yeah. little bit. Yeah. And then, which is fine for a season, right? Yes. To, to rest and recoup and enjoy time, slow down a little bit. We all are running the rat race sometimes and that we need that sometimes. Yeah. But for a designated season. Yes. And you can rest while still building momentum. Absolutely. Right. And that's what I do, right? Like I track my food every day. Mm-hmm. I do not track breakfast on Christmas morning mm-hmm. because I mm-hmm. smash an ungodly amount of biscuits and gravy. Oh, we're all about the quiche. At our house. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And, and do I, I don't track it. And, yep. and I'm in my pajamas a lot of the day and I sleep in a little bit and I take a nap that day. Yep. Right. But most of the time I'll still work out the other day. Mm. Right. I still, I, so you can rest, but still be making forward progress yes. and momentum. Um, but going through that entire season with a vision. And it's one of the reasons why I chose to put my marathon, which is now becoming the Iron Society Marathon, where it is. Mm-hmm. Because it's going to force me through Thanksgiving, through New Year's, through Christmas, through the beginning of the year. It's going to force me to not lose momentum. Mm-hmm. right? So a lot of people, when they set their goal for April or May, they're having to generate all their momentum on the heels of a time where they just feel super sluggish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if you just zoom out for a minute and think about that, it's a really stupid place to try to build momentum from like sure. on the heels of almost two months of downshifting your life and revving down. Yeah. Now you try and press the gas, dude, like unless you're an incredibly disciplined person already, which if you were, you wouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. It's going to be super hard. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think a lot of people fail, but yeah. definitely not setting yourself up for success. In that not scenario. at all. Not at all. So, First of all, whenever you're setting a vision or a goal for this upcoming year, you need to have a vision. It has to create constraints, has to be written and has to be super clear. Okay. Now, when it comes to actual goal setting, if you go online and you look for what's a good way to set goals, right? Almost everybody has heard of smart goal setting, right? And that stands for the goal has to be specific. It has to be measurable. It has to be achievable has to be relevant and it has to be time bound. When I look at that, there's nothing inherently wrong with that system. Sure. Right. It makes good sense. Right. When, when I see the word specific, I think, oh, that's clarity. Sure. Right. Has to be measurable. Yeah. Cause you have to be able to know whether you hit it or not. Yep. 
the part like as soon as we get to the A, that's where I start to have a little problem with it, mm. where it's achievable. Mm. I'm like, mm, I have a little, I have a problem with that philosophically, okay. which we can talk about when we talk about our version of smart goals. Mm-hmm. Relevant, I'm like, okay, you just tried to think of an R word because if you're setting a goal and you're thinking about it for more than 15 seconds, yeah. it's going to be relevant to your life. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. That was kind of odd. Yeah. And, and time bound. Um, like I, there's nothing, I, I agree with that. Sure. It has to ha- be in some kind of time. Yeah, it's not right? just out there someday. I'm going to accomplish this. Yes. I'm going to do um, this in the next 90 days, for instance. Yes. And I think that I, the reason I think time bound is kind of stupid to be in there is because I think it's already taken care of in the specific. Mm-hmm. Like if you're being mm-hmm. very specific about your goal, part of the specificity of your goal is not just the outcome, but the time frame in which you're accomplishing. Yeah. That. So we throw that in the trash and we came out with a whole new version of smart goals which instead of specific, the S for us is it has to be scary. Um, it has to be scary. Um, and guys last night on the call, when, when they actually understood and we actually really broke down like how big the goal needs to be that they're going to accomplish. Their eyes began to get a bit wider. Yeah. The looks on their faces, it yeah. almost looks like they got down and depressed real quick. Cause they're like, <laughs> and one of the guys was downright scared, so yeah. scared that he was about to, um, throttle back what his goal was mm-hmm. because it was so scary to him mm-hmm. that he's like, I, I, just, I just don't even know if I could do this. Yeah. You know, in, this, we, in that moment, he couldn't fathom how he would accomplish it. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Um, and we could probably talk about that entire process that we even talked through on the call on another sure. episode, but that's the first thing scary. Second, instead of measurable, we say it has to make you grow. Um, any goal, and this is why I also don't like the, the A in the SMART goals of achievable. Uh-huh. Because if you can achieve the goal as the same person you are today, and you don't really have to exponentially grow to achieve it, you're selling yourself short. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, I think when people achieve the goals that were achievable, that they think were achievable, it doesn't build a, a, the level of confidence. I think that a man of God is trying to build in their life. We're, we're trying to achieve something that we're after where we're like, Oh my gosh, like, I can't believe this happened. And ultimately the reason we don't, we, we want it to be, well, R a, well, actually I'm skipping around all these letters now. I, how about I'll just read through these real quick and then we'll talk about a big picture. Go for it. So instead of smart, it's scary. M is make you grow. A is aspirational. R is unrealistic. Yes, I know the R is the third letter, whatever. <laughs> and then T is transform you. Check. With all these goals, there has to be this point, especially for the man of God. Mm-hmm. And this is where guys really start to understand what we were talking about mm-hmm. is for the man of God. If your vision and your goal can be accomplished by you with no intervention of God's power and heaven, your goal is insulting to God. Yeah. It's not big enough. It's not big enough. If you can achieve it on your own without God, it's not big enough. And that's why I don't like the whole achievable thing in the smart goals, because it's cool. If you're talking like, you know, you're consulting with a business, I'm like, well, what's an achievable goal. And when, then what's our stretch goal, you know? But I think for the man of God, we have to sit back and get some vision from heaven and from the Lord and be like, what, what is the vision you want me to pursue? And what's the goal you want me to run after that? It, it's it's not anything other than the power of God working in your life to make it happen. Yeah. It makes me think of a story of Gideon, right? Yeah. You know, he was tasked with this insurmountable uh, task, and he knew 
he himself, you know, he's like, I'm the least mm-hmm. of my brothers, right? In, yeah. in my tribe. How am I supposed to accomplish this? Yep. But apart from God, that would have been the scenario. Like it, that, that was quote unquote realistic, right? And, yep. and you know, what was achievable yeah. in, in his eyes. Mm-hmm. But with God, with the Holy Spirit, with the same spirit that rose Christ from the dead, amazingly enough, yep. he could do it. Yep. Right? So I think that's that's what we're trying to communicate in, in some of this, that the whole scary part, it should be scary yes. for you. doesn't scare God. Yep. No big deal to him. Yep. He's like, oh yeah, watch this. Yep. <laughs> I was, you know, if God was a, was a, was a drinking man, hold my beer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hold my beer, kid. Yeah, hold my wine that I just made hold, hold out of water. Hold the wine I just made out of water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I think like oftentimes I see way too many faith-filled believers set vision and goals that rely more on strategy than the spirit of God. Yeah. And when you are relying more on this on strategy than the spirit of God, you, it's not that even, cause I mean, again, right? Like God never leaves you, forsakes you. The same spirit that raised you from the dead still lives in you. It's not like you're doing it without God. He's still yeah. there. Yeah. But the amount of faith that you have to exercise mm-hmm. in order to achieve the more strategic achievable goal is significantly less than one where from the very outset, it's just like, dude, God, if you don't show up and show off, I, this I'm dead in the water with this. And that's the makes you grow part in a sense, right? Oh, yeah. Like you have to grow your faith. hundred percent. I mean, that that's the first and foremost thing that has to grow is yes. your faith. Yes. You have to trust God, you know, refer back to Proverbs three, five, right? Trust mm-hmm. in the Lord with all your heart and lean, yep. you know, not on your own understanding. Yep. Like that is the crux of what we're talking about in a yep. sense. Yep. Um, you know, you have to have a bigger vision, a bigger dream that is a God-sized dream that only he can help you fulfill. Yes. Yeah. Cause otherwise it's what can I do Yeah, and what is my goal? And I think oftentimes, and this is the other piece of setting these goals is, and I think we've said this before when we're talking about like a mountain to climb, a battle to fight, right? Sure. Like when men of God set vision and goals, they cannot just be about us, mm-hmm. right? And advancing us. Mm-hmm. Now there are certain segments of goal setting where it, it, it is a very personal type of growth or achievement that we're going after. But big picture, I, I would just want to challenge everybody and I'm challenging myself and you're being challenged by this right now. Yep. Like what is, what is the big vision for the next year mm-hmm. that it's like, God, I, I want to see this. I want to see this. And I believe this is from you and I want to accomplish this and move. I want to move the needle this much this next year in this area and see this kind of thing happen to where the only way it's going to happen is with the power of God. Yeah. And if I think if more men started dreaming dreams like that and getting vision and setting goals like that, instead of I'm going to lose 20 pounds at cool, go lose 20 pounds. You probably need to lose 60 Right. Like, but so, but yes, start it, start at 20, um, go run the marathon. So that's, I'm, I'm doing that. Right. But what part of your vision is impacting people for the kingdom of God? Right. There's a selfless aspect that we have to consider. Yes. hundred percent. Right? We so often are, we set our goals around what's going to be good for us. Yeah. Right. And what if we changed our mindset to what's going to benefit those around me? Yep. I mean, man, could you imagine this world if, if more men thought like that? Yeah. If we could really, really understand and grasp that concept and actually apply it. Yep. Man, how yep. much better would this world be? Yeah. And, and, and that right there 
is the reason why, and this is getting more specific in a certain area. This is why I have no personal problem saying that I want to make truckloads of money. Sure. Right. Because as Dave Ramsey says, money does not change a person. It reveals the person. Mm. And you know, our family, we try and be as generous as we can be. Yep. Right. And I want to make truckloads of money not to be like, Hey, look at the screenshot of how much is in my bank account. Yeah. But you know, I hear stories all the time, um, of, you know, I mean, we, we, I, we know somebody that ran into a situation with building a house and all this, that, and the other thing. And they needed like hundreds of thousands of dollars, you know? And I looked at my wife and I was like, yo, how sick would it be? to just have millions of dollars, like just, it's just in this, we have millions just in this one special account, you know, and have somebody be like, Oh yeah, dude. So this happened. We need, we need $250,000. We need a quarter million and be like, okay, cool. I got my checkbook over here. Like, here you go, dude. You yeah. know, or what's your, just give me, let me wire it to you. Yeah. And, and that, that's why I want to have a tr- just truckloads of money to be able to do crap like that. Yeah. Like I, I just think that's cool. Yeah. Hook I, a single mom up with like a, 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 a reliable vehicle. Yeah. Or, or whatever. Some breaks down. Be, cool. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Sweetheart. Hey, let's, we got let, you. let's go right now. We're going to buy yeah, you a brand new $40,000 car, yep. whatever. And yep. you know what, by the way, here is, here's a gas card for an entire year. Going to pay your insurance for a whole year. Just yeah. take just, care of your just kiddos. Just be a blessing. Yeah. You know, I think, I think that's, that was Jesus' heart. He came to serve, not be served. Right. Yep. At the end of the day. Yep. And if we can model that in being generous. Yep. Again, how much better would this world be? And that's what that's what getting God-sized dreams and God-sized vision and setting God-sized goals does. Yeah. Is it will always impact people outside of your sphere. Mm-hmm. And the the part about that that keeps people from doing that is fear. Mm-hmm. It's oh, I don't know if I can do that. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah. Well that's you can't. The, that's the freaking point, dude. Yeah. That's the unrealistic part of it, right? Like yeah. it's this unrealistic thing that's like so hard to wrap your brain around and yet it's possible. Yeah. We believe in a God that still performs miracles every day. Yep. Right. Like it's certainly possible. Yeah. But it's us who puts our limitations on it. Yep. That prevents us from actually believing and working towards this, this goal, this, this vision that is so big, it just defeats us right off the bat. Yep. Right. Yep. We put this limit. Oh, there's no way. Yep. All of a sudden your thinking just goes, Oh, well I need to break that down to a 10th of what that is yeah. to where maybe I could, you know, accomplish yep. it because in your own strength, you, you might be able to accomplish that 10th. Yes. Right. But yep. it, because you're unwilling to grow and transform yep. who you are to be able to realize that that hundred percent of that goal is actually obtainable. You just don't have the tools and faith and ability currently, Correct. but you could become that man who can do it. Bingo. Yep, exactly. And and, and the last thing that we'll talk about is, and, and this is where if you're listening to this and you are not a part of the Iron Society. Hey, one last thing before we finish this episode. How would your life change if you had a band of brothers around you at all times that can encourage you, that could challenge you, that would pray for you, and they would call you to being all that God has created you to be? My guess is your life would be different in every single way. You as a man would be better. Your marriage would be better. Your relationship with your kids would be better. And you would finally start to win and thrive as the man of God that you are. So if that sounds like something you would want to do, 
I want to offer you a free two-week trial inside the Iron Society Brotherhood. Go ahead and head on over to ironsociety.co slash free trial, and you can get in the Brotherhood for two weeks to see how it can absolutely change your life. It might be a little confusing for you, and it might be one of the reasons why you've either never achieved goals of significance or you have achieved goals, but you feel very unfulfilled mm-hmm. when you do achieve them is we believe that every goal or bit of vision that you make has to align with your identity and your standards and your identity and standards. When you join the iron society, that is, we have, we have a framework that we walk you through for mm-hmm. multiple weeks mm-hmm. on defining your identity and creating your standards for your life. Yeah. But if you don't have those, you turn into the person that sets a goal Right. And this could be a career goal, a financial goal, whatever, even like people that even get married and Mm -hmm. their goal is to get a spouse and then they get the job, they get the raise, they make the money, they get the wife, they get all these things. Why they're not happy. And then at the end, they're like, dude, why do I feel so lost and empty and unfulfilled? Mm -hmm. I I achieved Mm -hmm. what I wanted. And we hear stories about it all the time. Mm -hmm. And it's because that goal and that vision was not aligned with your identity and your standards. So you achieved something. High five but it was not aligned with your identity and standards. And when you do that, well, I should say most people, the thing that gets them there Mm. is they are trying to achieve something that from the outside, it looks like it brought joy and fulfillment to someone else. And so they see on the outside, Oh, that person looks joyful and fulfilled and that's what they do or that's what they accomplished. Yeah. I need to accomplish that and yeah. that will give me joy and fulfillment. But you don't know that person's probably just as unfulfilled as you are now experiencing. Yeah. So you got to have your goals aligned with your identity and standards or you will end up empty and unfulfilled at the end. Yeah. Your identity and standards are the foundation in which you're able to function from. Yes. Right. If you don't have those in place first, you can't build anything on top of it. Correct. It's just... Might as well build on sand, right? Scripture yep. talks about. Yep, exactly. I mean, essentially, that is the very same thing, right? It's like it's like the person that built their house on the sand. It's the person that achieved the goal on a foundation of sand. Yep. And you wonder why when the first wave of doubt or difficulty come yep. after, you either lose what you accomplished. Yep, the marriage crumbles. Or you're incredibly unfulfilled and you're like, God, this still feels terrible. It's because you, you weren't building on a solid foundation in the first place. Yep. So, And if that's you, um, it, like... Like you need to get in the iron society to build that because nobody else is teaching this right now. Yep. Nobody is yep. nobody. Um, and I'm not saying that arrogantly. I'm literally saying nobody Reality is up. teaching this. Um, and, and here's how you know if you're in that place. Okay. Life's pretty good. Your marriage is quote good. Business is good. Job is good. Things are okay. You're not the fattest person in the world. You're not the most lazy dad in the world. Like you're engaged, but you want to get to the next level because you're just unsatisfied, right? Outside Every- looking in, everybody would go, that's, hey, good. that's a cool guy. That's yeah. a good guy. Dude's, dude's kind of got to go gotta on. got to figure it out. Yeah. Um, I always think of the Switchfoot song, right? Hmm. Like the, the, we were meant to, like, we were meant to live for so much more. Oh, sure, right? sure. Um, like I, that's right. I, I always think that when it comes to this kind of stuff, it's mm. like, cause I was at that point for years. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I, our, our marriage was good mm-hmm. at the time. We had three, four kids. Um, I had a business that was thriving and doing really well. And still the entire time I'm sitting there like, is this it? Yeah. Like, is this what everyone told me I need to work towards? Like 
Yeah. I built the business. I have a good marriage. I got the kids. I got the house. Like, is this, is this it? Yeah. Like, cause this can't be it because there's no way I would have achieved this, like gotten here by now. Yeah. And for sure it should feel a lot better than this. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where a lot of guys are, yeah. right? It's like, they're making the money. Their marriage is okay. Their body is okay. Their spiritual life is meh. It's okay. But they, but they know they need to be a better dad. They know their marriage could be better. All of these things. Um, those are the dudes that come in the iron society and find out, holy crap. I was thinking about the next level, but there's like levels upon levels upon levels upon levels of this that I have not realized yet. Those are the guys that tend to hit the ground running when they enter the iron society. Oh yeah. They're not in a place they're needing to repair a bunch, a ton of stuff. Yes. They're just needing to kind of have a little bit of a mind shift and be exposed to what is possible. Yeah. And they just, they, they grasp onto that and just start trucking. Yep. Right. See so much growth immediately in their lives. Right. And they just, they, they catch on fire and they just start moving. Right. It's not this quick little, fuse that gets lit and then is extinguished. It's yep. like, no, 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 this, this just rocked me. And I, I see now. Yep. And, and what's so awesome is being a part of that. You get to, when you get to, you get to feed off of guys coming in who yep. you see them grasp it and you're like, let's go. It just, it encourages everyone around yep. who gets to see it. Right. Yep. And it's just this constant, like not, I don't like the word motivation, but maybe, maybe inspirational, right? Like where you're like, okay, this is possible. Right. This yeah. this is what God has for us. Us as men can lead and love and thrive in this life and, and care for those around us because we are capable via the Holy Spirit. Yep. And we should be doing so much more. And it's not this I have to, it's I get to. Like yep. I get to partner with the God of the universe mm-hmm. in loving those around me yep. and excelling at it, right? To the point where I'm lifting everyone up around me. Yep. How I mean you, you want to be fulfilled, oh, lift yeah. those up around you, hundred percent. serve those around you. You want, you want to sleep good at night. Holy crap, dude, go love on somebody. Go, yep. go give someone your time. Go, go encourage someone and you're automatically filled. You don't need payment, yep. right? You're yep. automatically filled and just, you want to, to do more because you know how great that feels. Yep. I mean, if you want to sit and be selfish, knock yourself out because yep. While you may gain a little bit in the moment, you will be unfulfilled for eternity. Yep. Yeah. And, and that's where a lot of guys live, right? They, they know there's the next level. However, they're surrounded by a bunch of guys that are stuck mm-hmm. in the mud and they just assume, oh, this is, I'm actually doing, I'm doing better than most guys around me. But I mean, I guess, man, if I'm doing better than most guys around me, I must kind of be like, this must, this must be kind of as, as good as it gets. You know? Right. And then you come into the iron society and you start seeing, you know, everything that's going on inside. And you're like, Oh no, like there is work to be done. There is work to be done. And there are many more levels to this game. Yeah. So if which, that, which isn't that what you want? Do you really want to like be 40 something and think that you've arrived? I God, I no. mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. I I'm hoping there's a lot more to go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, Cause even, even, uh, yeah. Even I don't where, want the adventure to be over. <laughs> no. Yeah. Even where I'm at in my life, I'm like, dude, I, I still sit back sometimes like, is this it? Is this it? No, there's gotta be more. Nah. There's gotta be more. And that's what I'm like. I know there is more press on. Let's find it. Yep. Like let's find it because I mean, God has it. We just gotta, we just gotta move toward it and apprehend it. So anyways, 
as you guys head into 2024 and start to exit this year, I would just, you know, if you have to re-listen to this, um, go ahead and do it, but set some goals that are scary, that make you grow, that transform you, that are aspirational, um, and that are unrealistic. And that if, unless it is for the power of God, you're not going to accomplish it because mm-hmm. anything less than that, I think it just insults what the Lord has called us to do. Mm-hmm. And it really, what it does is it pushes him away and says, Hey, I know you're, I know you want to be, I know you want to do this together, mm-hmm. but I'm just going to do it on my own. And I don't think that honors the Lord. So, um, yeah, but that, those are some thoughts that I think you guys should go into exiting this year and into 2024 with, and hopefully, you know, it'd be so cool to hear some stories of guys that listen to this one day and be like, dude, absolutely. I started chasing this and it totally changed my life because they did something that was scary. And I saw God break through in this way. And I'm like, let's go. That's what it's all about. So until next week, guys, we'll talk soon. Out. Hey, one thing before you go, if you got any value out of today's episode, we would so appreciate a five-star rating and review wherever you are listening to this podcast, as well as, hey, take a picture with your phone of you listening, take a screenshot and post it to social media. Go ahead and tag me at Cody Chapman, and you can tag Nick as well at the Nick Milligan. Also, if you want to learn more about the Iron Society, you can head on over to ironsociety.co to learn more. We'll see you next week.